Hey, 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 here we are again. Boom! Episode three, let's go, coming at you. Super excited uh, to be back here. Just came back from a family vacation in Arizona, felt the vortex. Ooh, vortex. But I'm back here at Click Solutions on a amazing day. We've got a lot to discuss here with my partner in crime, Neil Constantoulis. Let's go. The menace from Freehold in the house. Freehold, New Jersey. Very exciting time right now. It's it's April. The weather's starting to get beautiful. My allergies fucking suck, but it's great. Uh, probably, for me, the most exciting time when it comes to sports playoffs. NHL playoffs have started. NBA playoffs have started. My Rangers beat the shit out of Devils. 5-1 game one. Let's go Rangers. Game two tonight. Um, but some other, some other exciting news is Arthur's going to share with you on the hockey front. Yeah. So I'm going to pass it over on you. Thank you. First of all, I haven't been, I haven't been excited about, uh, I haven't heard Neil talk a lot about hockey this year. So it's, it's great to get him so excited about the Rangers. Congrats. Oh, only game one. Well, great, three more wins. Great pickups. I told you they're yeah. a sleeper. I think they're asleep. Big daddy Kane. But interesting, uh, interesting updates. Random conversation I had on New Year's yielded in some really cool stuff. Click Solutions has become the official sponsor of a uh, one of the country's top junior ice hockey teams based out of Ukraine, Sokol Kiev, junior hockey team U16. Uh, they're going to be touring uh, Eastern Europe, actually Europe entirely, as well as North America. We're looking forward to actually meeting them when they come over here to North America, but we're the official sponsor with our logos and branding all over their uniforms for the next two years. Wow, two years. And they're actually sending us some jerseys. I was going to say, what could I get a jersey? It's Colin. You it's think Colin. my last name could fit across the top? We made it happen. <laughs> made it. told us I might be super, super, super excited about that. Awesome. Actually, those kids are uh, very motivated to succeed, and we're, we're, we're proud of, to be able to support them. So, gotcha. So, all right. You're a huge hockey guy, right? Played college hockey. Yeah, UBC. Followed the Caps growing up your whole NHL life. Yes, Caps. Caps fan. Question for you. Hypothetical. Ooh. You're in Pittsburgh oh. for a Capitals-Penguins game. I'm sitting next to Jet Store Gene. You're sitting next to Jet Store Gene. Jet Store Gene, I'm sitting next to you. You're rocking the, a Caps jersey. Yeah. After the game, you decide to go to a bar. You have a couple of drinks in you. And all of a sudden, these four Penguins fans come in wearing a Penguins jersey. And they start talking shit to you. And they say, let's take this outside. But you have three former NHL tough guys. Oh, no. You can call on to take a step, take a walk outside with these guys. Step to them. To, and, and 4v4, what's, which three former or current NHL players can they, would, they, would have your back in this brawl? Can it be in dead also? or they, Former or, 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 you know, or live, whatever. I would probably go with uh, well, Bob Prober. Okay. Greatest tough guy of all time. He played for the Red Wings? Red Wings, Red Wings in Chicago, but he was just scary, very scary. He may take all four by himself. Okay. He also had a little substance abuse issues. Depending on right. influence, he could be always very tough. I'd probably bring in Dale Hunt. Okay. Because just Nathy would pick up rocks and sticks and bricks, whatever. Another Red Wings guy, right? No, no. It's a Caps player. It's a couple. Can he play for UNBC too? No, Uh But that's funny. Dale Hunter's great. Uh, was a great. All right, so player. Probert, Dale Hunter. I don't know. Probably Berube. He's crazy. Yeah. Head coach of the St. Louis Blues right now. Right. The Chief was out of control. 
I think that's all, Eddie. I thought well, this too. I, I, the one guy that comes to mind for me is Ty Bellamy. Because he was a yeah. fucking lunatic. And you know, that's happened to him before. I read an article where he actually like beat up four or five Navy guns. No way. In a bar. Yeah. They picked on him, but they picked the guy had with a what, cement head. Right. He was nuts. I, I mean, he did a quick stint with the Rangers, I believe, and he was just an absolute... He had a big fight with Bob Probert that was like highly televised, like promoted. It was twice they fought him. That's crazy. crazy. So, yeah, so... That was a fun question. Um, obviously, NHL playoff for in full swing. A lot of upsets. And for uh, Bruins lost last night. I think they, they gave up six goals. I believe. Yeah, six three loss. Florida, Florida really did well. Give me yeah. give me predictions. Who's coming out of the West? Who's coming out of the East? I'll give you my predictions, and then whoever comes the closest, loser will buy sushi at your favorite sushi restaurant. Which I'm going to ask you a- after you answer this question. Oh, okay. Who's Great. coming out of the West? I think Edmund. Oh, that was my pick. We might have talked about this in the office. They just, you just kind of want them to just go deep. Yeah. Because yeah. Real, real deep. No, because deep. like the Hawks deep. Real deeper and deeper. Deep. But but no, they they deserving, right? McDavid's just freak of nature. Dry's and idol and not Michael Drysidle, but I'm not, the other Drysidle. Yeah, the other dry Zidler, he's just amazing. I don't know. I think if they get solid defense and then goaltending, they could probably make a good run. Out of the East, I'm predicting, you know, I can't believe I'm going to say this, right? Everyone's saying Boston, but I don't think so. I think the Rangers can come. I think the Rangers can come up. That would make me very excited. It's been 1994, I believe, since the Rangers and Mark Messier's prediction been to the Stanley Cup. Yeah, obviously, being a diehard Rangers fan, I'm rooting for the Rangers. One team that always scares me is the Lightning. Rangers always have a tough time getting past the Lightning. But I think they're scared. Good goalkeeping, veteran team. You got my fellow Greek Stamkos. I believe he's Greek. He could be not, but he is. He, uh, you know what I mean? He, he, Stamkos is, and they got you know good good goalkeeping. You know that that's always to me. If people are asking me like, how do you win it in in the playoffs? Great defense and a better goal. You got to play hard. One of the things I noticed at the Rangers game is. I mean, those four lines are rolling and they're playing hard, right. going in the corners, creating. I mean, they just look yeah. all. St- I mean, ran a lot of all stars. So you're a hockey guy. Yeah. Watching the Rangers game to me, what was awesome is that 12 minutes into the game, the Devils had one shot. 12 yeah. minutes into the game. Think about that. Yeah. And they had three power plays, and they could get one shot off in a power play. And the game. How many things that? It's a, and the game's injured. Right. But give me, give me Sir Staken any day of the week on any goal in the East Coast. On the east, in the east, you know what I mean. That's why I think you know. Ray, I, I'm going Rangers. I think I told you this. I like Edmonton too. We just picked the same teams. This is this is so. So, all right, so I'll switch up because I, I can't go Edmonton. So, you know what? I'm going to go wild card here. Oh, I'm going to make notes here and go because you're going next week. In the words of Katy Perry, "Are you waking up in Vegas?" I'm going to go to the Vegas Knights versus the Rangers in the Stanley Cup Finals. Wow. Katie Perry had a song waking up in Vegas? I believe so now. Didn't she? Walking in Memphis. <laughs> that was a different in the state. That's Marcos. You know, that guy got, she got, he got shot then and, and lived. Random fact. I'm used, his name is Mark Cohen. He got shot in the head and somehow lived. Fellow Jew. But sings about like, like, like yeah. You know? All right. Yeah. So, all right. So the battle will be whosoever team goes further, both teams on each side. All right. Loser has to buy sushi in Baltimore. What is your favorite sushi in Baltimore? You know what? This is recent. Uh, it, this is a recent thing that just came up, and I was kind of, sh- you know, blown away. Literally, we walked into this place, Kiku Sushi. 
I mean, oh, 20 years rookie. Anyway, but, yeah. but it wasn't that good. I mean, it was okay, right? You're like, you're not going to get sushi there fast. You're going to wait a long time. It used to be we go to Minato's all the time. All the time, you know, especially your friends would come in, Baba and Ryan Howard would come through. We would always go to Minato's because it's cheap. It was what? It used to be $7 specialty rolls. Now they're pre-COVID. Yeah, pre-COVID. Now they're like nine fifty a per roll. Still great, great deal. But then we walk into to Kiko. There's a guy there, Giovanni. I think he's from El Salvador or something. Central American? Yeah. Really good guy and tries hard. Man, he made some crazy sashimi salad. Then he made some other sushi rolls. Neil and I, because we're athletes, we're trying to cut down on carbs. He made some some rolls without sushi. It was amazing. Yeah. He said, like, I give you another roll for free. I mean, what a great... And the food is amazing. It's fresh, great, smile, here local. That's kind of my go-to right now. What about you? I mean, I didn't go to Kiku for 20 years, so I, it's it's great. Um, Minato's is always good. Um, you told me you used to love Brother's Sushi. Brother's is going out of business for suck. They're closing up shop. What happened to my man? Brother's Sushi. What was his name? He was like 60 years old. The way he was like 30. He looked great. He wanted air. Brother was great. That was our old office on Charles Street when, uh, you know, Blast from the past used to uh, order Mediterranean food uh, from the Middle Eastern place and have them deliver the pita because he could walk two blocks to pick up the pita. My man, Ronnie B. Ronnie B. And by the way, dude lost like 200 pounds. Wow. Looks sexy. Right. Still has beautiful eyes. Right. Uh, so yeah, next week, looking good. I know you and some of the team are going to Vegas. Yeah. Um, I believe there's a handful of folks going out for a conference. What I know what it's for, but can you give me more details about the conference? Yeah. You're so it yeah, relate to business. Yeah, of course. So, you know, we're, we're switching platforms. Uh, we use ConnectWise for a lot of our managed IT services. It's, uh, our techs use it. Our customers use it. Uh, it's kind of our bread and butter. Uh, it's everything for us. Uh, about six months ago, uh, we had committed to moving to Kaseya. We got approached by amazing representative Andrew Gill and uh, is it German German Brito, who's his co- cohort in Miami. What the hell did he just say? That's right. Santa burritos. They know. They follow. They follow us. So they know. Burrito. You know what? I walked into the Miami office. Everyone knew us. Really? Yep. Everyone knew they're like, oh man, that's the guys that are on social TikTok. Did you walk in? They went, Welcome to Miami. Amo emo ami ami. I don't know. Curious. They did say that. Was that Will Smith there punching you in the face? Yeah. But Andrew Andrew came to us and said, Look, guys, let's try to figure this out. We have this amazing solution. It's uh, maybe more cost effective, more features. Your right. clients will the most important thing he said is your clients will benefit. Gotcha. And so, so we went for it. Anyway, this is the Kaseya annual conference in Las Vegas. It'll be from Monday to Thursday. Uh, we have a group going there. The kind right. of, a lot of our technical leadership will be there. I'm going there to hang out. Uh, I'm not taking any classes, but I'll be there just just meeting people and chilling and super excited. Kind of reminds me almost of our first click Fed Hill trip to Vegas, if you remember that. Is that with Lenovo? That's right. It was a Lenovo, Lenovo partner. partner kind of Eric Skegan. Crazy Horse 2. Wow. What a great bar that was. Damn. Yeah, that was a bring down one. All right. Well, that's that's a great segue. Crazy Horse 2 is a great establishment in Vegas. I think it burned down. No. Google it. I'm going to have to fact check. No. Crazy Horse somebody. 2. There's a Crazy Horse 1. Fact. 
There's a crane. I think there's two. I think there's a three now. And the other place, to me, in my opinion, Spearman Rider is the most overrated club I've ever been to. You know, I think I only win the one time with you. And it was a crazy horse, that one. Yeah. I, I thought Spearman Rider is way over. All right. Switch it up for a second. Since we're on the topic of strip clubs. Oh, right. Unless it's not. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Baltimore. Kind of, you know, I mean, when we were younger, when we were younger, we don't go anymore. We're, we're old and, and professional. You're getting fact-checked here. It still exists. Yeah. Our amazing producer, uh, Julia Casey says, no, it burnt down. Burnt down. So here we go. License violations. Years ago, we went? No. Yeah, so that's the first one we went. But then they we redid. Anyway, in Baltimore. We live in Baltimore. Is it Jewish Lightning? No, no, no. There was it's yeah. In Baltimore. Okay. You know, back when we were younger, before we were, you know, we had families. Best trip club. I mean, I, I think you went when you were at Towson. I think you might have went once or twice with some of your friends. Did we just transition from kiss to, to work this trip? That was an interesting shift in by how it's uh, this how well. Uh, Neil, pick we one. We said it's going to be raw. It's all over the place. Pick one. Uh, Best strip club, Baltimore. You know, I've had clients, and I could tell you a funny story with a client. Uh, you know, and for in our line of business and sales, clients occasionally back in the day Ask. wanted to have entertainment. Um, I would say from a rawness, the Manhattan Players Club of Route 40 was ridiculous. And it was also BYOB, which is kind of interesting. It was, it was bring your own beer. Yeah, well, so it was, it was obviously back in the day, you're in college, you don't have a lot of money, so it was a little cheaper. Yeah. Uh, uh, probably, and you had to have actually a car to get in. You had to be membership. You had to have a membership. I kind of remember. I've never been, but I yeah, heard about this. You used to have a membership to get in. You had a membership? No, uh, I did not have a membership, but uh, you walk in and the bouncer, you make friends with him, he gives you something at the club. Yeah, yeah. But probably, yeah, it's probably been closed for years. But um, I do remember a story. Yeah, I have a crazy memory, as you can attest. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, President's Day. I had a client out of D.C. Who, who liked to come up, big client of ours, and wanted to have entertainment. I can't mention any names. But uh, it was like maybe two or three in the afternoon. And I said, listen, you know, I got to go home. I got to take care of some stuff. Take a shower. Yeah. You, you, you hang here. You have fun. Just get back to Northern Virginia safely. That was like at two or three o'clock. It lives in Northern Virginia. I kid you not. I get home from a, a, a function about nine, nine 30. I'm like, yo, did you get home to DC? Okay. Northern Virginia. He goes, dude, I'm still in the champagne room at Hustler Club. Six hours later by himself, $1,300 deep. I said, dude, you could have flown to Amsterdam for half that cost and went to the red light district six times and still had money to fly home. Yeah, six hours. I mean, who, 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 that's a little crazy. We love this guy. He knows. Yeah, he, he knows. Uh, but uh, how about you? Would you have? Well, it doesn't exist anymore, but the, by far the best strip club in Baltimore ever, ever. Shift. Night shift. I've never been. Night shift. It was also bring your own. It was 18 and older. 18 and older. And I mean, yeah, it was the best strip club in, in uh, Baltimore by far, you know, at least in my opinion. Interesting. I heard a lot of stories. Yeah. I've never been. Yeah. Um, but it was fun too. It was safe. It was easy to get to. Right. Great security. You bring your own beer, whatever you want. It was great. It was fun. A lot of birthday parties for friends and, and, uh, 
Do you remember we went Tuesday night, two for two, Hustler, one of our employees, bachelor party. And yeah. great bosses that we were at the time, we'd ha- we had to go. It was one of our employees. And uh, they brought him on stage. Yes. And they started singing Russian to him. <laughs> one of the guys talked to the DJ at the Hustler Club. and said, listen, can I sing? Can I sing a couple songs to him in Russian? And it was in a good voice. The guy has a great, he, he was, yeah, a great I want man. He's a great singer and he put on an amazing performance. And, but all the guys at the bar were just in shock. They had no idea. They came in for a strip club and they were getting like a Russian music uh, concert. It was great. And I remember it was Tuesday night. It was two for Tuesday. All top shelf lifter was $2. Put, so I'm drinking Bombay Sapphire and Tonics for $2. Yeah, it was great. It was, it was a fun night. And unfortunately, I don't think that marriage lasted very long. But it's a great bachelor party. And after that, I think they stopped doing the $2 drinks on TV. Yeah, exactly. I think we, we, uh, we damaged that place. We, we did a lot of damage. Um, so, so what about the first Vegas trip? We, we kind of, we, we started on the Vegas thing and we were talking about that. What do you remember most about that first Vegas? Trip? I remember getting back and our accounting department said, you guys ate a lot of sushi at the Crazy Horse. <laughs> it was CH2. Yeah, they had- I do remember that. <laughs> uh, I remember... The pool party was phenomenal. Lenovo had a yeah, but Lenovo used to do amazing parties. The Mandalay Bay, I believe, it was really nice. And they rented the whole outdoor pool area, and it was at, it was great. It was great. Um, and I remember some guy we met out with there. Oh, the fedora, the fedora yeah. story. Yeah, yeah. When we were yeah. down, and we had to stop somewhere. Who was that with? Chuck. Chuck. Yep. This Chuck. Is crazy. Yeah. Oh, it's coming back to. Yeah, no names other than that, but yeah, we we had a we had a blast. Actually, I think on that whole Vegas trip, we might have slept for three hours. Yeah, very painful. You know, me personally, I think Vegas is a little overrated. I agree. Not my cup of tea. I agree. You know what I mean, not not my. You know, I think it's. I agree. But some of the team members that are that are coming with me uh, next week it, is going to be their first time, so it's going to be a little bit interesting. It's, it's a great city if yeah. you're growing with a group of six people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I went with a whole bunch of my boys for a guys weekend. We, you know, when we did the sports book, that was a blast. Yeah, but I still feel like it's like everyone's fake. It's kind of like a little overrated to me, in my opinion. Great restaurants, though. Food's good. Hey, one of the things that I wanted to kind of mention, a little bit different, off topic, maybe a little bit biz- off topic. A little. Have we been on topic? Not, maybe a little bit businessy, a little bit business. Okay, right. So, uh, we recently got called back mm-hmm. from a long-standing client. You right. Know, you want to. Yeah, so we had a local client. They're only about two miles from our office. Um, randomly, three years ago, the vice president of the company just took a hiatus, took three years off, and we got an email saying they were switching managed service providers. And then when we were in Vegas, and I mean Amsterdam, excuse me, we were in Amsterdam early March, we randomly got an email. The vice president was back with the company, shooting a theme that said, I have no idea why we left you guys. Our current provider is terrible. We want you guys to come back. Yeah, well, a week later, you and I go to the meeting, and the most interesting part was we sat down and we said, okay, what what issues are you having right now with your current managed service provider? And they said, best case scenario, if they put in a support ticket, they would get back to them in 24 hours, which is crazy. Imagine you're running a business, you're, you're operating, and then your email goes down, and you don't have email for 24 hours, or you don't have access to something for 24 hours, which is crazy. Um, or support, right? They would get back to them in 24 hours. You know, we're, 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 you know our support... We guarantee all clients across the board, no matter what size you are, is in 60 minutes, somebody from our support team is working on your issue. And digging a little deeper from the analytics side is that if you look at it, yes, our SLA is 60 minutes, SLA is service level agreement, but on, on our average, 
our response time is 18 minutes. Wow. Wow. Which is crazy to think. So within 18 minutes, you're having an issue at work, a technical issue. Someone from our team is working on that issue. Um, what's awesome is that we have an analytics team that tracks all this stuff so that the numbers are black and white. It is not gray, um, which the fact that I love is, is obviously I'm on the sales team. I go and talk to prospects and say, hey, listen, you know, your internal IT probably isn't getting back to you in 18 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's really think about it, right? True. So, you know, us having a team of how many engineers? 40 engineers roughly yeah, now? 40 plus. Yeah. 40, for, roughly 40 engineers in our team. So we guarantee within 60 minutes, someone's working on that SLA. And the cool part is, is that, you know, within 24 hours, we're going to sign contract and then we're onboarding them, I believe, starting in early May. Yeah. And, uh, but that's, you know, to me, feel good, feel good yeah, story. Losing clients sucks. Uh-oh, we need to cue up the emotional, like, music, the piano. But when they come back, that's a good feel. From a sales perspective, that, that, that's a great feeling. Um, so I'm excited. The best part is, is there's another uh, prospect in their industry that we're going to meet with because they use a sound provider. Yeah. They're not half true. So, true story. Um, that was, that was a, a fun one, so I'm excited about that. Um, and, then, yeah, that's it. One more thing I just want to, before we wrap up, I want to recognize Neil is so handsome with that beard. My wife just told me I need uh, to get rid of the graft. I'll talk to her. You look really good. Can we throw a shout out out there? Go ahead. Can we shout out to Julia who's doing this all by herself? Julia, an amazing producer doing this podcast by herself. She's awesome. Thank you for being part of this. K.O. podcast. Check out our new, yeah, but this, the new post, it's awesome. Gangster. It's gangster. It is great. Well, thank you guys. Thanks, everyone. Till next time. Thank you for being part of us. We love being part of you. Not in you, part of you. Part of you. See y'all.